Oh, it's the cold one? Dude, I'm sorry. Sorry. No, you've already ruined the interview. Go ahead. Well, <laughs> I'm just gonna have some more of the cold. Oh, yeah. It's delicious. Cool. Welcome to Cold Ones, the show with cold questions and even colder beverages. Hosted by the UIC Internal Medicine Chief Cast. Wow. Um, this is our first show, The Induction. Uh, so, a quick intro we're testing a series of drinks that have been available at a UIC cafeteria. <laughs> I think it's a, a great positive about our residency is that we always have a well-stocked fridge on the first floor. So here for a pilot episode, we have uh, Dr. Jay Love, current third-year resident, soon-to-be chief. Wow. Any opening thoughts? I have no opening thoughts, other than I'm looking at some of these sodas, and they say they contain 0% juice. That's always good. You know, <laughs> juice is a, a questionable Who choice. It? Yeah. No. Um, but yeah, I think we'll, we'll start with... Uh, a classic, the Code Red Mountain Dew. Wow, classic. The uh, epitome of our generation. This reminds me of being a kid. Coming in at zero Scoville units. Wow. Nice. It's very red. I know. Sometimes Billy Rubin. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Some thought, but uh, cheers, cheers to you. Wow, you really chugged <gasps> that Mountain Dew. I should probably put a little bit less in there. <laughs> but yes, so would you like to introduce yourself a bit, where you're from, where you went to school, okay. what are your plans after residency? My name is Jay. I like to say I'm from Texas, but I'm really from Oklahoma. Born in Houston, moved to Tulsa, Oklahoma as a little kid, have lived there until I was 18, and then I went to Tulane for college. Um, growing up, I wanted to be a rock star, oh, so, nice. and then I, then I really liked chemistry, weirdly and I, I wanted to do more sciencey stuff and so I went to New Orleans with Tulane where I could do a little bit of music a little bit of science and kind of fell in love with more of the science side of things and through that experience I got to do a lot of tutoring and I realized I really actually liked teaching more than anything mm. that's kind of what brought me to medicine I felt like the, the best combination of teaching with science and helping people and so I went back to Oklahoma for University of Oklahoma College of Medicine, graduated there uh, in 2020, right as the pandemic went off with a bang. What a year. Um, then they, I matched at UIC and came here. Um, I am going to stay on for chief next year, which chief TBD, but uh, one of them. I've been guaranteed one spot. Nice. And, <laughs> and then after that, I, I want to do GI. Perfect. Perfect. Keeping the science, keeping the rocks. Keeping the science, keeping all of the the teaching that I want to do, ideally in an academic setting. But awesome. We'll see. Cool. Well, we're happy to have you here. That's, I'm um, glad to be here. Having cool. Mountain Dew with my best, <laughs> my best buddy. Absolutely. Uh, next on the list, this is a UIC residency favorite, Bubbly. It's a sparkling water, also zero silver units. Um, this is so popular that we actually got a sponsorship last year. One of our residents got some free t-shirts for the it's residents. Bubbler. Oh, this Bubbler? That's Bubbler. Oh. You well, know, that's coming up soon. Alan, <laughs> to be a host of a show, it requires a fundamental understanding of the show and the drinks you're giving. So. That's true. Well, this is why we work as a good team, because I don't drink the, the Bubblers or the Bubblies. I stick to the You leave so that to me, and that's why I appreciate you. Exactly. Cheers. It's good teamwork. Cheers. Wait, what flavor is this? This is the Cherry Bubbly. Man, that is so good. I think that's when I really became an adult, is when I 
learned that I liked. Your first... Uh, like sparkling water. Your sparkling water. You ever have that as a kid? I mean, I grew up on Mountain Dew, so I... Grew, you're still... <laughs> I'm still a child. And we're all very surprised at how tall you grew up to be. You know, bones are overrated. <laughs> as a brief aside, growing up, and I apologize to my mom, I don't remember ever having a cup of water as oh. a kid. You're making up for it now with this uh, <laughs> bubbly, sparkling water. Uh, cool. Well, you know, people are coming here for residency. I think it's hard, like, no matter where you go. It's almost like a rite of passage where you learn how to take care of people, mm -hmm. save lives, and make a positive impact. How did you feel coming in as a new intern? Like, what were some struggles you encountered, and how, how did you overcome them? It's a good question. I think my experience, along with my peers, in my class across the country was unique coming into the pandemic um, where one of the reasons I ranked UIC so highly is because all the residents were super tight with each other. My interview dinner, which so sad we don't have those anymore, but mm -hmm. it was the, the most fun I had of all the interviews I went on. So nice. I knew that everyone hung out. Everyone was chill, good vibes. Um, so coming into UIC during a pandemic was kind of tough because everything was closed. We were all scared to hang out with each other because <laughs> of COVID. Um, but even then, just at work, the camaraderie was so strong that it, like every once in a while, I have a moment where I am impressed that we're all so resilient. But I think it's in large part because everyone was so friendly and mm -hmm. awesome at work. So even though I never got to hang out with them, in those early days outside of work, when we were all together, uh, it's just quick friendships. Uh, they got me through so many tough times. Yeah, absolutely. So that, and then I, I moved with my fiance. So oh, having nice. my fiance here, having my cat here, uh, most of my friends in college ended up in Chicago, oh, weirdly. Okay. So I had like a built-in buddy system. Those were in Chicago. Like, yeah. even just like walking outside is impressive refreshing inspiring yeah inspiring seeing the sunrise over lake michigan oh it's the best <laughs> i just moved to streeterville oh, and nice. i have not to brag my new apartment has a view of the lake whoa every morning i wake up and it's the sunset on the lake oh that is perfect it's it's actually amazing that is amazing it's so good oh it's nice you know i i agree i think we have a great support system here and no matter where you're coming from if you got people in your life that are outside the hospital you got people here that are always willing to help out and i agree i think it's an awesome yeah awesome thing we i don't know how they do it but they recruit people who are like-minded and they look for people who like people and they i trust the algorithm however it works trust the they, algorithm. they find the right people <laughs> for this program it's, it's what we do yeah excellent cool um so we had a couple we had, we had some water. Cool. Uh, let's we did have water. The reason we're here, this is the Mountain Dew Baja Gold. Wow. Promotional edition. Where did you even find this? In the UIC cafeteria. No, you didn't. Oh, oh that's the point of the show. <laughs> oh, it's so yellow. Oh. <laughs> wow, Jarman, I don't think I've ever seen a more yellow beverage. Cheers. I will try not to say something. <laughs> You gotta stop drinking that stuff, man. Oh yes. I will say something that's always impressed oh me is God. when 
your, your uh, elder statesman attendings look at a, a urine sample and they, they know exactly what <laughs> bug is causing an infection, exactly how much protein is in the urine just by looking at it. With you, it's tough to tell because you drink so much Mountain Dew and of all different colors. Yeah, you never know what's going to come out. What's the syndrome? The the propofol purple urine. Oh, yes. That's just your baseline. That's my baseline. But it's because of all the code red and you drink the Baja Blast and you oh, have yes. this and it just turns into purple. This is delicious. It's really good, right? It's so good. It's so good. Oh, man, I, I need to save room for the rest of them. I know. You're <laughs> drinking it so fast. And what concerns me the most is that you're not emptying the can. So when I leave here, you're going to drink all these Mountain Dews. It can't go to waste. I know, and I'm, I'm worried about you. I'll give you the bubbly. At least, okay. no, I was going to say at least drink the bubbly because it's water. Uh, I promise. I'll, I'll, I'll drink the water. Oh, my gosh. Um, so uh, many people know you as J-Love, although your given name is uh, James. Oh, um, yeah, it's my father's name. Yeah, there's a rumor that countless emails have gone to a liberal <laughs> arts student named J-Love on accident. That's the problem. Yeah. There is a J-Love and there is this James-Love. J-Love is a poor student at UIC who is getting probably 10 emails a day from, from administration, um, from the clerkship director of the internal medicine program who is trying to figure out why I'm not filling out <laughs> evaluations. <laughs> He's probably the most well-informed non-resident about our residency. He knows a lot. He does. He knows a lot about... Uh, the inner workings of the hospital. He knows that he needs to fill out those evaluations because because I'm not filling them out. <laughs> the students are waiting on him. And I've emailed this guy several times myself, asking him to respond. <laughs> I, I wanted I want to apologize, but he's never responded. It's always to me. always good to have a, a person do emails for you. I assume it's a he. I actually don't know. It's a good question. Um, I'm just biased because my name is Jay. It's a good name. It's a good name. Thanks, buddy. Um, All my it's hilarious. My every <laughs> it'll be a patient with meningitis, completely encephalopathic. They are unresponsive, and then I end the interview saying, "If you need anything, I'm Doctor Love," and they go, "Doctor Love." <laughs> 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 well, that is a perfect segue into my into my question. Um, so, you know, you talked about coming to coming as an intern, great support staff, great mm -hmm. uh, support from the fellow residents. I feel like we all have kind of had that moment when you go from this imposter syndrome, not really realizing why you're here, finding yourself as the liberal arts student, and then <laughs> there's that moment where everything clicks, you become Dr. Love, kind of like your first sip of... Baja Gold Mountain Dew. Yo, I'll never what, what forget. Was the, what was that moment for you? Wow. When you a, became Dr. Love. That's a really good question. Um, there have been... This is the moment. It came right to me. So <laughs> I um, I will I will never forget this moment. So I, I'm on inpatient oncology. One, I think, of the hardest rotations that we do. Absolutely. Um, and it's August, September of my intern year. So um, pretty fresh. I had done ambulatory medicine for the first block. Then I did, what was my next block? Something not crazy, but not onc. And then it was onc wards. And so I was, I was nervous. I was hearing a lot of bad, not bad things, but that it's just a really intense. It's people who are very sick. It's oncology. I didn't really have much experience in med school with it. 
And we had this one patient who was admitted for lots of complications from their cancer and was just a very sick individual. And I had 10 patients, eight patients, whatever it was, but I spent a good amount of time with this person and just listening to them, kind of channeling my third year clerkship of how to listen mm. and mm. motivationally interview a patient. And um, later that day after hearing her for like 30 minutes or so, uh, we came with the attending to round and she kind of just broke down in tears and said, I thank God for Dr. Love. And it was that moment where it's just like, I, I really felt the impact that I had made on that person. And I, w I wasn't expecting it at all. Um, but it was just like a profound moment where I could see this person was grateful to me. Mm. And I still feel like I'm a 14 year old kid. Honestly. <laughs> um, I feel lost. It's, you know, I'm an intern. Right. There's so much to learn, but it, I made all the difference to that one person, and that was really an amazing feeling. That is awesome. Yeah. You, you really uh, stepped in there and uh, changed their life. Yeah, and honestly, That's I don't awesome. even know. I don't even remember what it was that I did. Mm -hmm. I think I just listened to them, mm -hmm. and they just felt like that was the most important thing in that moment. Just a good, good reminder of the importance of humanity in medicine. Beautiful. Well, that's awesome. I, I love how we all kind of have those moments in emergency where, like, you ascend to, uh, it is. to it, who you are for your life. And it's awesome. I have that moment more often now as because uh, I volunteer in that student-run free clinic, mm. which is an amazing opportunity wow. for residents. I volunteer there all the time. Because um, it's, it's students from M1 to M4, mm -hmm. and you act as the attending where you have an attending there who at the end of the evening will like just run plans with you. But mm -hmm. for all intents and purposes, you see that patient with the student and you dismiss them mm -hmm. and then you talk about them after the fact. So mm -hmm. to have an M1 look at me like I am someone who knows <laughs> stuff, very weird feeling, but it's, it's so, I love it every time. It's That's so awesome. cool. That's awesome. That's a good opportunity. Everyone should do it. Honestly, they're desperate for resident, more residents to get involved because it's every Wednesday in Oklahoma City, where I went to school, oddly enough, is has the largest concentration of free clinics in mm. any city in, the, wow. in the country. So as a med student, I was all over the place volunteering in OKC. Mm. It was awesome. And I really love that. Um, part of the reason I came to UIC was to serve an underserved population who was grateful for that. Mm -hmm. um, so not only do I get to do that pretty much every day at UIC, but then on every random Wednesday I have some time off I'll go to that clinic and it is a fully functioning clinic it that has is awesome tons of resources there's specialties that come in and, and rotate there so it's a really productive clinic that's awesome to at. wow so all the residents listening they need to come volunteer there you know what we'll put it in the Friday newsletter Friday newsletter today more volunteers we'll but not enough info in there because I still want to volunteer there <laughs> not too many all right excellent um, so this is what we have next. It's the bubbler. Uh, this, I guess this is the one that we got sponsored on last year. This I recognize anywhere. Absolutely. The triple berry breezer. Happens to be my favorite flavor. Also lovely known as the UIC White Claw. Uh, oh my God. Why is it so blue? This is new. Oil. I'll give it a little bit more. Actually, I've never poured it out. I wonder if it's been blue this whole time. I would say that blew my mind. Is this more what your urine looks like? Absolutely, yeah. I ha I have a cola. <laughs> you didn't choose. Cheers. Cheers. 
sensational. That's pretty good. It's so pretty good. good. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> it's so, so good. This is uh, also at um, where are we here? Oh yeah. So this is I think has gotten through a lot of resonance through night shifts without a single yawn, caffeinated, sparkling drink. The bubbler is the perfect. I'll I'll die on this hill. It's the perfect <laughs> afternoon pick me up. I am someone who who needs a cup of coffee in the morning. Oh yeah. Um, and in the afternoon sometimes. I'm lagging behind a little bit. I don't really want a coffee because it upsets my tummy. Sure. But this is exactly what you need. Zero calories, 75 milligrams of caffeine. It's perfect. Great taste, great flavor. Love it. Available at the UIC cafeteria. And pretty much only. (laughs) I have never seen it elsewhere. (laughs) Nor I. Um, So, this is excellent. You mentioned a little bit about um, residents being a good support staff coming in. You have fun in the hospital, have fun outside the hospital. Yeah. What are some things you love to do while you're here and some things you love to do outside of work? My favorite thing to do at UIC is to bother other residents. Nice. Um, especially on a night shift where I am i don't have anything going on. I go to the ICU pretty much every hour and just say hi. Um, That's nice of you. If I'm on console rotations, I'll go, I go on Amion where we can see where everyone is, is listed to be. And I'll go say hi. And I'll go bug people. Oh, nice. Um, I thought you were making sure they're at work. <laughs> too. I'm taking my future chief responsibilities very seriously. Yes. And uh, another favorite is to go to the student center mm. and get food there. Oh, it's excellent. But it's not my favorite place to get food on campus. V- go on. VA cafeteria? No, not the VA. <laughs> Although the VA cafeteria, this isn't one of your questions. For $4.99, actually $4.75. You get chicken tenders and french fries. That is glorious. And they're fresh. Pretty it's good. low-key a great place. Chicago is home to a lot of great restaurants, but still one of the best burgers I've had was at the VA. <laughs> the VA burgers are so good. <laughs> I can't explain it. Um, another favorite thing I like to do, my favorite place to eat on campus is actually the Wood Street Pharmacy area. Oh, yes. That little... Uh, it's not a convenience store, but it has like hot food. Yeah, that's where I got the bubbly. Nice. Yeah, the hot food on in that area. Every if I could have a breakfast burrito from there every day, and I have had it every day this week, I would keep that going. What a week! What a week! It's been a great week. That is awesome. <laughs> yeah, I think low key we have some good options. I think so too. Um, and then outside of work, did you also ask me that? Yes. Okay. Outside of work, we have an awesome city. It's a what world. Do you love to do. Chicago is a world-class city. Um, it has, and I'm from Oklahoma, so I recognize what's <laughs> I recognize what's a world-class city now. Um, my favorite thing to do in the city is probably going out to eat. We have restaurants of every variety of five dollars for an entree to five hundred dollars at an entree to Linnea or something like that. You can right? Find it. Yeah. We you can find it, um, and there are so many. It's the city of neighborhoods, and looking at your office, you've got this poster of all the neighborhoods. Every neighborhood has its own flavor, its own vibe. So my favorite thing to do is to find a new restaurant to go eat at. I typically do that by picking a neighborhood, Mm. seeing what's good in the neighborhood, and then I go there. That's awesome. So that's my all-time favorite. My second favorite thing to do is to go to comedy shows. Oh, nice. Um, I've been hitting up Logan Square. Okay. I think that has the best little venues there. Best but 
you can't go wrong going to a second city or something. It's just a little bit more expensive. Yeah. But for for ten dollars, I think it's the um, what is it called? Something Lodge, the Lincoln Lodge, Lincoln Lodge, and it's like ten dollars for great comedy. That's awesome. That's like where all the up and coming comedians go, mm. and they do like ten dollars shows. It's, oh, that's awesome. They have a bar there. It's it's nice. really Logan Square. I think is one of my favorite neighborhoods, but I think my heart will always remain in Ukrainian Village. It's my favorite place. It's where I used to live. That's oh, where nice. I, I moved. Nice. When I moved to Chicago, I was in Ukrainian Village. Stayed there up until May of this year. My fiance is going to law school in Streeterville. So oh, we nice. Moved down there. It's right. much different vibe, but much closer to the lake, which mm. so far has been amazing. That's awesome. Where do you live? Uh, it's called University Village. I don't think it's even on this board, but it's basically right next to Pilsen. You live in, is it like those condos that everyone lives in? Uh, I don't think anyone I know lives there, but, um... You've lived there this whole time? Yeah. Or you went to school here? I went to school here. Same place? Same place. You've not moved in eight years? My M1 and 2 year, I lived, uh, 14th in Halstead. Now I live, like, 16th in, Hall, uh, 16th in Halstead. Oh, big move. For the last, uh, last six years. Did you hire a mover? I did, but mostly because for my wife's stuff. stuff. Okay, right, yeah. okay. My stuff I just put in the car, but... <laughs> but, but, but yeah, good place. I like it. Fair enough. All right, I will check out the Lincoln Lodge. Here, I always thought you came to my office for comedy, but I guess... Uh, uh, definitely not. I guess you've been paying $10 to get you know, That's I thought that's why you invited me here. <laughs> it is, actually, it is. Um, but I think everyone's excited for this one. It's uh, both heavenly and healthy. The Mountain Dew Baja Blast Zero Sugar Edition. Wow. In addition to Zero Sugar, also Zero Scoville units. And this one is... This one, I, I this brings me back to this, being a kid. Exactly. Hitting up Taco Bell. Also, the UIC cafeteria in the summer. That's good. It's not as good as our. It's probably the zero sugar. <laughs> probably the zero sugar. No, we got to keep it healthy because you know I know as a future gastroenterologist, you're big on nutrition. That's true. I, I also want before you move on to make sure you know this is not healthy because I don't know that you know that. But go on. <laughs> we don't know what we don't know. <laughs> well, that's why I'm here. <laughs> so we, we've uh, you know I've gotten to hear some of your lectures on. Um, on nutrition. You know, you've done some education for the residents. The wonders of hibiscus tea for hypertension. Absolutely. Dangers of star fruit for uh, kidney disease. Mm -hmm. um, so this is all stuff that you've kind of done on your own and you've you've taught some of the residents. Uh, how do you feel about like the research opportunities here, the education we get at UIC, and uh, any tips on the interns getting involved? I think one of the benefits of being at UIC is that you have the resources of an entire university or a university program we have not only clinical research going on but you also have all of the basic science research going on for the undergrad the graduate campuses and the medical campuses etc so there's a ton of stuff going on at all times um, the more competitive programs GI cardiology these guys are cranking out abstracts left and right um, I know that personally we're working on making all of these data pools that not only have like UIC researchers collected, but even 
residents have collected and mm. compiled these huge databases, working on making those accessible to all the residents so that they can have access, free access to a giant database. I know they have it with cardiology, but for, for gastroenterology at least, mm. making that available to all the residents. They go in, they have a clinical question that they think about, and then they have all the data right there. They just have to synthesize that data. And we have the academic, academic internal medicine track, which is what I'm a part of, which mm. helps me with stats. It helps me make sure my research is clinically sound. They help me develop stronger hypotheses, but most importantly, hypotheses that can be answered mm. with the time constraints of residency. Right. So I've been very fortunate. I feel like I have been super productive and have had a ton of help from not just faculty and staff, but all of the fellows here and all of the awesome. upper level residents. I guess I'm one of them now. <laughs> when I was an intern, th those the fellows in the upper level residents were the people who are most crucial in helping me succeed in research and stuff. That is awesome. Yeah. Cool. I've had a great time. That's awesome. So it sounds like you'd recommend to new interns like find like a, a mm. buddy, like upperclassman, a fellow to kind of help you through. I think so. I think what I did as an intern, so you have to understand too that it's hard for faculty to answer emails because mm -hmm. even as a third year resident, I get like 20 emails a day. And half of them are going to the other And guy. half of them are going to <laughs> JLF 24. So I think the key is to be persistent. Mm -hmm. um, and the most, the most fundamental, not fundamental, but I think the most important tip is to Develop your own question because when you approach faculty with a question rather than a request for research, I have found that they are more not willing to help you, but they, they identify your interests. Mm. And if they don't have research in that interest, they know who does. Right. And right. so I have found way more success in coming with my own research ideas and finding faculty to help me facilitate those. Mm -hmm. Now, that's with faculty. With fellow and upper-level residents, they're the ones who are more likely to say, I have a project going on. I need help with it. Do you want to help me? And they're, they're the ones who more hand over projects. They, mm -hmm. they hand over projects more often than a faculty would. Right. Um, so that's what I would say. Don't, cool. be, don't just reach out to faculty, but start reaching out to fellows mm -hmm. and upper-level residents in the fields that you're interested in. That will get you in the door. That gets you more in the door than you would think. That's awesome. Um, case reports are easy things, not just to write up a full case report, but there are so many conferences that accept case reports as abstracts and as posters. Mm -hmm. So for me, I found that that was a great way to get my foot in the door. Of, nice. And that's how I got fellow connections. I was on GI consults, and I told them I was interested in it, and they were just like, here's five case reports to send to ACG this year. And that's it, awesome. Yeah. Wow. So just get in your FaceTime with fellows, FaceTime, FaceTime. with upper-level residents. Send it. send a bunch of emails out to faculty. Someone's going to respond to you. And, and do it earlier rather than later, I'd say. Cool. Take a couple months, get your feet wet, learn how to be an intern, December-ish, get some stuff under your belt. Nice. Volunteer at the Student Run Free Clinic. Volunteer at the Student Run Free Clinic if you can. <laughs> intern year is busy. It's hard, isn't it? It is. But it is. the rest of it is way more. Way more free time. Excellent. Cool. So it's the time of the show. We highlight the spiciness of UIC. Our college mascot is the Flames. There's no way to be no better way to celebrate than by toasting with the Mountain Dew Flaming Hot Cheeto Edition. Oh God! <laughs> Coming in at 
624 trillion Scoville units. Wow. This is it's, orange. It is as lit as it gets. Cheers. It burns. <coughs> it burned my nose just smelling it. <laughs> not bad. That's pretty good. It's not bad. That's pretty delicious. Um, so, wow. you've chosen to stay here at UIC as a chief resident next year. What is it about this place, beyond all the amazing things you've said, that just makes you realize how lit this place is, that convinced you to say, I want to be here another year and uh, continue my training at this great place? That is a great question. You're right. This place is lit. Um, as lit as this mountain do? I'd say so. I'd say so. Um, That's what I'm talking about. I came to UIC to, one, help a population of residents and people that are in desperate need of assistance. And I find that even in medical school, that's, I knew that that's the population I wanted to help. Mm. Uh, and we have a, an amazing population of patients here who are underserved and are extremely grateful for your time and your assistance. To be able to work in an environment like that, but also be in a world-class city that has the amenities of anywhere in the world. Mm -hmm. If you want Thai food and you also want to go and see a comedy show and then Hannibal Burris is at the bar at the same time, there is no better place in Chicago to see any show you would want. It's any musical artist, they have, they have a show in Chicago. Anything else, blah, 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 they have a show in Chicago. Um, we're very lucky to be here and uh, to help those patients in a place that's fun and welcoming and what more can you ask for it's lit it's lit go flames go flames that's what i'm talking about yes oh. so i know on the on the hot ones show they at the end they do this final dab where they put a little bit of everything <laughs> on the <mic. laughs> are you willing to try it yes so we'll put a little bit of everything oh god not too much just a little bit. So this is what your urine looks like. This is what it looks like. Um, let's see. Wow. Probably don't have to finish it because it's going to be a lot. Um, I haven't eaten lunch yet. I'm kind of shaky. <laughs> Are you ready for Jeopardy? I'm going to be with Jeopardy too. Jeopardy gets me really hyped up. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I've noticed you shake a lot. I, I do. I do. And uh, I wanted to show you something. Because something else they do on the show is they, they look up an, an old Instagram post and just ask for the story behind it. <laughs> oh, so no. I, I don't know how much, you can, how much you can say, but I found this photo of you from... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so for those oh, listening man. at home, it's uh, Jay and Mardi Gras holding some kind of sword... Wow. Oh, man. What parade is this? This is the, the craziest parade of Mardi Gras. I think this is a Sunday night. This is 504 weeks ago. There. So Mardi Gras, first of all. Actually, first of all, I'm going to take a sip of this. Yeah, let's do it. It's, I'm excited for it. Okay. That tastes 
just like a cherry starburst. It's actually pretty good. It's delicious. <laughs> it tastes just like a starburst. Wow. Okay. Mardi Gras. Not as debaucherous as everyone envisions it to be. It's actually a very family-friendly uh, weekend awesome. of parades. Most of the parades are during the daytime. And most of them are in uptown New Orleans and in the lower garden district. It's not the French Quarter. It's not Bourbon Street where all the debauchery historically happens. This parade, however, is more <laughs> more debaucherous. And uh, it's in a part of town where it, it, the streets are way wider. Mm. And so the floats and the, the parades that come through are massive. They're huge. Um and they are throwing, not just tossing, throwing <laughs> things at you. Uh, and as you can see, I am fully weighed down by the weight of probably 100 to 200 beads. Yes. Um, and they are just throwing at them hard. <laughs> and one of the throws that I got was this light-up saber, a sword. Um, and this is when they declared me king of New Orleans wow. and king of Mardi Gras. So wow. In celebration... Sword up in the sky. It's my Excalibur. Wow. That's impressive. You know, USC is not only home to some great residents, some amazing patients, great learning. It's also home to the king of Mardi Gras. The, the king, king himself. himself. So, yes, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, any last thoughts? Um, I just want to again express my concern for you. <laughs> And I want to re-emphasize that the Mountain Dew Code Blue Zero Sugar is not healthy. Because it, your reaction tells me that I'm the first one to tell you that. <laughs> well, you know, it happens. How many Mountain Dews do you drink a day? I mean, I'm kind of sacrificing my daily intake by sharing it with you. So. <laughs> See, what's... what's more alarming is that on your desk is an open Mountain Dew Kickstart, which we did not sample. <laughs> That's for next time. That's for next time. All right, Jay, thanks for coming in. It's been a blast. My pleasure. A Baja blast. A Baja blast.